Hey there, welcome to our AP Legal Zone podcast brought to you by AP Lawyers. We are your top fix for all weekly law updates, including family, immigration, wills, and estates law. Just a friendly reminder we are not your lawyers, and everything contained in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and not to be construed as legal advice. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can stay connected with any updates and get notified about our new episodes. Hello, I'm Angela Princewell. And I'm Shereen Abdi. Our topic today is COVID vaccine for children. Um, and we'll be giving you a pers- uh, family law perspective. Um, so Shereen, where to start on this all-important issue of, of COVID vaccinations? I mean, this is not unique to COVID vaccines, but that's what the conversation is all about these days, right? Oh, 100%. Um, especially now, it's a very important topic and one that's widely debated as well. But I think we should ultimately start with the best interest of the child. Why are you starting with the best interest of the child? Because in determining something like this, it's ultimately, from the court's perspective, they're going to be doing a best interest of the child analysis and determining whether or not the COVID vaccination is appropriate um, for the child. So there's been a couple of decisions that have come out of the courts and we are we can see the trend is towards judges, um, you know, I guess for want of a better word, siding with the popular um, or public health um, recommendations. And, and you know, the typical scenario, what would happen is a parent refuses, you know, one parent is refusing and the other wants to get the child vaccinated because obviously if both parents want it one way or the other, then there will be no dispute, right? So there's there's two sides and the courts have to decide if, as Shireen said, if it's in the best interest of the child to get that vaccine. And, and what I've noticed is absent, um, you know, some compelling evidence of some sort. The, like the, truly compelling, ex- like exceptional cases. Yeah, the courts will, you know, find that the child should get vaccinated. And the reason is because the courts have said um, that the, the government and the public health experts are in a better position to determine whether a vaccine is safe or not. They don't want to have to deal with that all the time and have it litigated over and over when the people that are in the best, the people that we have entrusted public health to have recommended that this vaccine is safe. So absent something exceptional, the courts will ask that the child get um, vaccinated. We actually, a few weeks ago, there was a decision. Well, first there was the decision from Saskatchewan, but just bringing it close to, you know, bringing it back home. um, There was a specific case where you know, it was, um, I think it was 14 year old, 14 year old triplets. And, you know, the parties had both agreed that the children should do in-person schooling. So, which is great. At least they weren't in court fighting over whether the children should go to school in person versus online. So the parties are in agreement on going to school in person. And the question becomes whether the, the children should get, um, vaccinated or not. Um, I think in this, in this case, dad, um, wanted to wanted the kids to be vaccinated and mom didn't and yeah yeah at that point i think so two of the children were doing in online schooling well one of them was attending in person but father's position was that prior to the children all attending in person learning it should be that they should get vaccinated so that they can be safe and Mm -hmm. you know uh, obviously with the covid risk 
So ultimately, that that was the situation was it was safer for them to be vaccinated before they returned to in-person school. Yeah. And the judge actually said, absent compelling evidence to the contrary, it is in the best interest of, a, of an eligible child to be vaccinated. So I think the message in this case is loud and clear. If there is a dispute and, you know, there's reasons why you don't want a child to get vaccinated, it has to be something beyond just your personal ad- aversion to to the vaccine and i and i understand like there's a lot of questions there's actually more questions honestly than answers i think with with the vaccines and i and i respect that i respect people's rights um to self-determine and decide what they want to do in these cases but unfortunately what is best for you and what's in the best interest of the child don't necessarily always align and and the courts have said you know what if they're found to be eligible that's, then there's a general presumption that they're yeah. eligible, they're, that the it's vaccine is appropriate yeah. and in their best interest. So that's sort of where that went. But um, I think another thing that kind of comes off of this is what happens where there's the children refuse, right? So that's where, you know, we have family law decisions intersecting with the Health Care and Consent Act. Um, in this case, in the entire case I'm referring to, I believe the children were 14. And under the Health Care and Consent Act, there is, um, you know, if a child is mature enough, um, you know, a there's... A mature minor. <laughs> I ma- think that's what they refer to it as. Oh, a, a mature minor, right? So there's the um, understanding that if where there's a mature minor, that their views and preferences on the issue would be taken into consideration right and if they don't want to get the vaccine i i guess that's um you know that then maybe the courts would consider that but family law being what it is um there's also that question of how independent is the child's views right so is it being is it the child's views actually or is it influenced by the parent that wants the child to behave one way or or the other so that's an interesting thing there's also obviously going to be the the issue where you know if the child i mean i guess i I struggle with what happens where both parents are on board no or on board yeah one way yeah either against or for and the child doesn't want to but obviously that would not be a family law issue so i guess i should not allow my mind go too far there but anyway so that's um that's something so if you're saying you 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 know you don't want your child to get vaccinated and the child also doesn't want to get vaccinated it's not the analysis just doesn't end there um i think there was a case out of saskatchewan and that was a 12 year old child in that case and and the courts um I mean, I guess there was agreement that she was also mature, but dad's argument in that case is, well, she's, her opinions are not hers and it's heavily influenced by, by what the mom was, was sort of feeding to her. And in that case as well, the courts um, said the child had to get vaccinated in kind of with the same reasoning in, in Ontario that, you know, except there's something out of the ordinary. Now I have to add that in that case, um, it was also complicated by the fact that the child had diabetes and and so other health concerns yeah. that may well from mom's perspective not make her eligible or appropriate for her to mm-hmm. take uh, the vaccine. But she also had her own mm-hmm. concerns um and regarding the experimental nature of the vaccine and yeah. her own personal 
And so, yeah, in spite of that, and that was a case where we got, um, there were a lot of um, medical experts on both sides and actually more on mom's side, if I remember correctly, um, that kind of, I think, relied heavily on sort of the, um, the government mandate. Yeah, but even in that case, like regardless, the, the court said, you know, there has to be specific proof that the vaccine is bad for the child in question, um, but absent sort of that, like specific compelling evidence for in a situation then the courts would err towards um ordering that the child get vaccinated so anyway that's our two bits of wisdom today <laughs> um and we hope this helps answer any questions anyone might be wondering in terms of how you know the courts would view well, how where the courts would kind of land when we're dealing with to vaccinate to vaccinate or not. Um, so anyway, we're always here to help at AP Lawyers. And for now, it's bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and joining us in the AP Legal Zone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find more episodes by searching AP Legal Zone on anywhere you watch podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast today so you can stay connected with any updates and get notified about any new episodes. Mm-hmm.